Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And a very happy Friday morning, everybody. Friday, January 20th, 2023. It is Tom Drake's Daily Cruise and Travel News Podcast, brought to you by the Snood Factory, www.thesnoodfactory.com. Tom Drake here. Who else would get involved with this debacle? Sounding a little bit better. I could say podcast today without coughing. Uh, yesterday, I said podcast, and you would have thought I'd been a smoker for 60 years. I had to shut it off and turn and gag. I'm feeling much better. Enjoy your breakfast. Thank you very much. We are on board the beautiful Oceana Serena. We are at sea on our way to Costa Maya uh, in uh, Mexico. Very nice man-made destination. And we're only traveling at about 14 knots. Um, it's something that you're going to hear about and uh, read about more and more. Uh, cruise lines are adjusting their itineraries to allow um, uh, more time to get from point A to point B so they can go slower so they can save fuel and or uh, save the environment because they'll burn less fuel when they're going slower. Uh, Carnival yesterday announced they made all kinds of itinerary changes on the ship that's doing Alaska uh, next summer. And you're going to see this. I predict this. This is a Kreskin moment. I'm holding my forehead and I'm thinking, I'm having a heart, uh, brain fart. Um, you're going to see that happen in the Caribbean on the ships that sail from New York, Hoboken, Brooklyn. They have to go like hell to get to the Caribbean and go like hell to come back, right? They have to do 16 or 18 knots to get there in the two days and back. Well, I'm gonna, I predict you're going to find out going forward they're going to adjust times in port in the Caribbean so they have uh, uh, more time to go from one to the next so they can go slower. Because you know a gallon here and a gallon there it all, all adds up. you got a bunch of gallons. I think it's going to happen, but we'll see what happens. Also, um, I have, I'm checking every day uh, the news in Australia and New Zealand to see if any other uh, cruise ship has, has run aground I should say, I probably shouldn't, of the biofoul uh, restrictions down there, you know, you can't have anything on the hull you can't, and so, uh, so far they've only nailed seven ships, it seems like everyone else has taken the time to scrape their hull, um, certain probably on Saga they have the guests doing it, um, so nothing, no, uh, don't have any news in biofoul, someone emailed me yesterday, what's going on with biofoul? I said, oh, I'll check into it, I'm a journalist yeah, hello. All right, somebody run that music. You know, here, here's something I never talk about. Sustainability and MSC Cruises. First of all, sustainability. I forgot to tell you this story. Last week, I'm having dinner with guests, and I got on my soapbox about sustainability because it includes um, the, the food. NCL Holdings now makes a point of telling people that they only buy their chickens and their eggs from farms that treat the poultry uh, nicely. You know, balcony cabins, whatever, the air conditioning, I don't know. Um, that's true, though. That they, they won't. If they find out that a chicken farm isn't treating a chicken, 
chickens, right? They're not buying chickens from them. Same thing with the kid. The chickens laying the eggs. If they're not getting a massage and a manicure and pedicure, we're not buying the eggs. And I, of course, go on my rant and I go, I laugh at that because we got guys that live in, that work in the laundry and they're sharing a room on deck A, four in a room that the chickens are getting treated better. So I'm on my rant and uh, and I said, you know, they, they should treat the crew better. And the lady looks at me with a straight face and she goes, we don't eat the crew. So whatever. Treat the chickens nice because we don't eat the crew. That's today's cruise industry right there. MSC Cruises has launched a new global brand campaign. What else is new? All they do is spend money. I don't know if that's a laundry or not. I mean, they're building ships on top of ships and they have the largest cargo company in the world. I don't know where they got it from. They started with one cargo ship and now they're massive. There ought to be an investigation. That's a joke, by the way. Anyway, they have a new campaign, a global, uh, very important to be global, campaign about sustainability vacationing. That's the new words, boys. You know what? Pay attention, girls and boys. You have to have the words and the importance of sustainable, sustainable vacationing. That's what's important. Oh, George Carlin, if he was alive, could do 10 years on the cruise industry right now. The hypocrisy and the level of bull. Sustainable vacationing and the critical role sustainability will play in the company's future. This is MSC. Look, I might work for them again. I hope I do. But hey, boys, let me tell you something. Nobody gives a good damn about sustainability as far as cruising goes there's a few greenies a few wokers oh they might honey we're not going on that ship because you know why they don't have paper straws forget it they want to know where the ship is going they want to know what it costs they want to know if they can eat the food that's all they worry about am i saying something it's not true no it's true but now the new campaign uh is about discovering the future of cruising and the future of cruising is saving the planet uh-uh. The future of cruising, cruising is... This is MSC. That's Greyhound Life Jackets. MSC, Norwegian Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean Princess. They're Greyhound Life Jackets. They're massive buses that take massive amounts of people from one place to the next. That's what that's about. There's no intimacy. There's no great service. There's no great food. It's point A to point B. It's a giant bus full of people walking around with their room key around their neck wearing a bucket hat. Anyway, MSC wants to make a big deal out of it. In fact, they have a TV special coming out to tell you all about the Europa because the Europa is their first LNG, that's liquid natural gas, powered ship, and it's the most environmentally advanced ship to date. I don't care. They don't care. People, I... I hope they have market studies to back this up because the bottom line is if you're in the luxury business, where's the ship going? We don't care what it costs and we sure as hell don't care what it's doing to the planet. We just want to know where it's going because we haven't been to Babla Beak yet or Gabla Gook. We haven't been. We've been everywhere in the world, but we haven't been to Bada Bing, Bada Boom. We got to go there. Yeah, but you know, this ship burns extra fuel. I don't care. We're going, I'll be dead. That's the attitude. Now, there might be a few people out there. First of all, this is an industry that's sucking wind when it comes to growing. 30 million people took a cruise last year, and there are 330 million people in the United States, and they're all getting in their minivans and driving cross-country to go to Disney World. And do you think they care about the environment when they got six kids in the van? Do, do you think they're pulling up to the gate of Disney World and Orlando going, excuse me, are you sustainable here? Because otherwise uh, my kids will just sit in the van and cry. Anyway, MSC 
Hey, listen, maybe they know what they're doing, but I sure as hell don't know what I'm doing because they're worth a billion dollars and I'm sitting there in a room with a little microphone. They also have tours um, that are sustainable tours. They're called protect tours. Protect the word protect tours. And they involve walking, cycling, and kayaking. These are things you can do and save the environment. Oh, come on. Come on. Okay, we're now walking to town to see Rome? No, we're going to have buses. Come on. But there are people, I, look, we have them on board right now. Oh my God, we have people wearing safari outfits with their, their cards around their neck and their bucket hats on. I'm going, please don't come to my show. Here's a story that's kind of, uh, is it apropos? And if you ever had your Poe apropos. Um, windy conditions yesterday made it unsafe for the Carnival Pride to stop at Costa Maya. Who cares, Tom? Well, we're going to Costa Maya tomorrow. And it is always windy in Costa Maya, and sometimes it's too windy. I have been on the Oceana Riviera when we could not call on Costa Maya because the wind was the gust. It's the wind gust. That's what scares captains. If it's a steady wind, they can work with it. But if a good gust of wind comes up, bam, you're into the side of the pier, and you're now running a car wash in Denmark. That's how it works. You crack up a ship, there's no second chance anymore. So Carnival Pride, that's Italian captains. They're fast anyway. Um, they drive the ships the way they drive cars in, in Italy. And I uh, told you, they drive 100 miles an hour on the sidewalk. So the Pride skipped the call. What really is sucks about this if you're on the pride i'm sure the pride pull up the captain changed his mind but there were already ships in port the sky princess was able to make the the stop because the sky princess is a huge ship it's 145,000 tons and it has a lot of power and a lot of juice and it's newer than the pride and you know what they're starting to wake up to the fact that they have to increase the bow thrusters and the power of the ship to dock um i've lived this for 28 years where we couldn't get in because it was too windy and if there's not a tugboat available you're not going in so you know i mean i was on the norwegian dream in russia when we ran out of ground simply because it didn't have enough power in order to push against the wind the wind won so anyway so the people on the pride are furious because they saw the people on the sky princess getting to go in and buy a tchotchke and get some medicine and you know possibly see some ruins so they were disappointed anyway according to carnival they had to make adjustments because safety safety is the most important part of cruising not sustainability children safety speaking of carnival cruise line they've decided <laughs> the hell with safety the hell with safety and they're going to stay with the e must your safety briefing are you ready for this we're in this is friday afternoon friday morning safety class during the pandemic in order to make sure people didn't, didn't get too close to each other because you know when you go outside for the muster you're very close to the person next to you you meet them and you're exchanging phone numbers uh they had something called the e-muster safety briefing where you basically did nothing and we had that here you had to watch his safety video you had to listen to the cruise director nobody did uh and that was it well this cruise that was gone we went back to the original safety drill the original boat drill everybody went to the muster stations everybody went outside to know where the light bulb was going to be that's the way that it should be it is tough enough once something goes wrong people don't listen anyway so at least there's what they call muscle memory although our guests there's not a lot of muscle left but you kind of have an idea because you went to a boat drill well carnival said we're quite happy with the way it's working out with the e-muster look that is the cruise line that has more fires than anybody in history. That'll change the minute 
they have another funnel fire or something else and people are running around screaming they have nowhere to go and they'll put it back in but but Carnival Cruise Line brand ambassador I love this guy John Hill was a cruise director for Carnival for years he was one of the first guys to use a blog and very popular he's got a million people reading his blog and now he doesn't have to do anything except what I'm trying to do I, if I get a million people listening to this mess uh, you won't see me on a ship I'll be I'll be home wearing my life jacket pretending I went to the boat drill which I do anyway that's kind of funny I didn't go to the boat drill I didn't go to the boat drill because I've been here forever I know where the hell I'm supposed to go and I figured at the boat drill someone would cover for me someone would say oh it's Tom Drake just check him off that he was here you know from Jersey a little cover up uh-uh. now the assistant crew director is calling my name uh, Thomas Drake Tom, and everybody's laughing because they know it's me they go Lachlan it's Drake shut up <laughs> uh, this is an interesting story I say that because I'm trying to keep you interested and not have you go enough with this guy already. Uh, Yesterday morning around 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, Norwegian Cruise Line filed with the SEC that they were going to uh, borrow $500 million. And they're going to use that $500 million to pay off uh, other monies that they owed going forward. A better interest rate, basically. They could now, you know, borrow now. And they're very, listen, they're going to, they predicted five billion dollars in revenue this year five billion dollars in revenue in 2022 as opposed to five hundred thousand in 2021 five hundred thousand to five billion all right they're back but they are borrowed a lot of money to stay afloat and that money comes due in in 26 27 28 so they 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 decided to file they're going to borrow 500 million dollars um to pay off some future debt that was at 10 in the morning at four o'clock in the morning they refiled and said you know what we're going to make it 600 million dollars this is a billion dollar company and they're operating the way i do you know i wake up in the morning thinking i might need to borrow 500 dollars to get to the end of the week then i count my money i better borrow 600 dollars to get to the end of the week i don't have any lenders that i can go to i just go to the atm machine and hope that money comes back out again my wife will say to me do we need a cash advance yeah get 300 that should cover us you know for tips and stuff and then i call her back i thought about it we need 600 ncl does the same thing at 10 o'clock in the morning we need 500 million at four o'clock and we looked again let's get 600 million let's see wait till tomorrow might be 700 million but here's the thing to remember as i said uh are they back oh yeah i mean uh, five billion dollars in revenue in 2022 and they announced before the wave season I've told you what the wave season is that's when you wave your credit card goodbye because you sign up for 19 cruises as our guests do nobody signs up for one cruise here three I just got an email with somebody we signed up for three cruises in 2025 that's how far in advance these people are very confident about living <coughs> excuse me I'm not retaping sorry about the cough anyway they announced before the wave season NCL Holdings they were at 60% full for the calendar year right and that's before the year started so uh, they're back bigger than ever plus no shock to anybody that knows the name Frank Del Rio the prices were higher than they were in 2019 one thing they want to do around here is get paid is there value I couldn't tell you I could tell you there is absolutely that's why they can charge more so anyway so that's all good and uh, let's make this the last story because I think I'm rambling on eh, we're at 14 minutes uh, Holland America my favorite cruise line that will never use me again is expanding the casino space aboard its pinnacle and signature class ships 
they will have 140 of the newest and most popular slot and video poker machines in the gaming industry and they will also have stakes in the Pinnacle Grill that are too tough and overcooked um, the new space will be on Rotterdam New it doesn't matter bottom line is that that's a big revenue thing on that because you know what they they try to say they're upper premium they're not they're Greyhound with life jackets but they have more uh, they have more artwork on board and uh, younger people want to gamble that's what they want to do according to uh, Daniel Marossi he's the senior vice president of guest commerce and performance analytics I love it don't you love it senior senior vice president that means there's a vice president of guest commerce and performance uh, and, and there's probably a director of guest commerce and what, give it a, just a simple name he's a senior vice president of taking all the money they can when you're on board that's his job I'm the senior vice president of taking everybody a credit line every time you come up or again anyway anyway he said Daniel casino play as a key part of their Holland America what I'm reading it verbatim here. I haven't seen this story ahead of time. This is something new I'm trying out. Years ago, I'll bore you some more. 30 years ago, I did morning radio in Fort Myers, Florida, and we did not have the internet. I walked in with the Fort Myers News Press, the USA Today, the any paper I could have, and I sat there for four hours with the paper, and I talked about it. And it was a relatively successful radio program, 30, 40 people a day. Um, so I'm reading this for the first time. And according to Daniel Matarazzi, Senior Vice President of Guest commerce and performance analytics that's what happens that's kind of what your wife does on your honeymoon night she's she's the vice president of performance analytics and when you're done she goes yeah, i don't know casino play is a key part of their holland america cruise vacation for many of our guests okay that makes sense the, he's saying here's what he's saying again i couldn't disagree more danny it's okay key part all right but there are cruise lines like Azamar now taking the casino out. And Disney's never had a casino. So maybe for Holland America guests, that is a key part. And now they're going to take advantage of some extra space on the Pinnacle class ships. I want to know what, what space they took away. They took away something. Hopefully it was just where the photos went. Because you know on those ships, the, where they put the photos out, they're a mile long now. There's more long. The, the, the photo area is bigger than the restaurant. So anyway. And the slots they've added on Holland America are some of the newest in the industry. And that's funny because the people playing it are some of the oldest in the industry. Oh, shut up, Tom. All right, there's the duck. I told the duck to take the day off, but sometimes the duck doesn't listen. All right, get out of here. You're not making any sense. Hey, it's Friday. That doesn't mean I'm going away. Tomorrow, the Saturday edition of Tom Drake's Daily Cruise and Travel News Podcast because we have a Saturday edition because daily is Monday through Saturday. We don't have a Sunday edition because that would be the Sunday edition and I don't work on Sunday. Have a wonderful Friday. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. See ya. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.